Happy Friday, everybody. Nice to see you all. I'm Jonathan. I'm Emily. Hi, everyone. I'm Coco. All right. So we are going to Mars. Closest planet in our solar system. If you're going to go to an alien world, Mars is totally the place to go. Probably, maybe habitable. Board game wise, there's, there's actually quite a few of these. Mission Red Planet is the one that sees the most play at the cafe. So good. It's 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 so good. it's a sort of like a Victorian steampunk theme thing yeah. where we're going to yeah. use hot air balloons and lots of you know brass filigree to uh, a lot of gears. A lot of gears. A lot of gears. The gears, shiny things. So how do you play Mission Red Planet? So in Mission Red Planet, you have this hand of cards and it's nine, and everybody has the same nine. They're all characters. Uh, and they're all dressed up, all Victorian. They've all got like nice long top jackets, hats top hats, weird little glass, like like goggles. Um, and it's like it's like a it's like a role selection game, you know. So like you you pick your card, you put it face down in front of you, you patiently wait for everybody else to pick their cards, you reveal them at once, and then you resolve in the order of the cards because everyone is you know numbered one to nine. Uh, and it does you know different things. Some people allow you to put astronauts on a little hot air balloon that's still grounded. Uh, some cards allow you to launch said hot air balloons. Some cards allow you to you know seduce one of your opponent's astronauts in a hot air balloon and replace one of your own. Some cards allow you to blow up somebody else's hot air balloon. Some cards allow you to move around astronauts already on Mars. So it's basically about jockeying for position to be on these balloons and, and, and outmaneuver the other players yeah, and then to once, get to Mars once first. Once you're on the balloon, the balloon lands on Mars and you, you, know, you touch down and then you move around from there because other cards will allow you to kill off people on Mars. Other, some cards will allow you to like, you know, move people over. This so, sounds like a singularly vicious game. I mean, steampunk is not known for its, you know, peaceful, positive qualities, right? I don't know. It's, 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 I, steampunk, I always tend to think as being this, uh, that we're going to build neat stuff yeah. rather than I'm going to eviscerate you. Yeah, like we're going we're gonna to build neat stuff, but my neat stuff is going to be better than <laughs> my, my neat stuff. My neat stuff is going to... My neat exact... stuff is going to have more gears and produce more steam. <laughs> right. Yeah, so the goal is to steam your opponent. Wait, okay. So the goal, how many... <laughs> Is the end game, like, how many little dudes do I have on Mars? Yes. Okay. Once they're on Mars, they don't do anything except continue to be there and kick other people off? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not getting there to get resources or whatever. I just want to be the steamiest punk on Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All the regions will have, like, a a resource there, but Mm. it's more of a sort of, like, if you have the most people on this region, you get this many points at the end of the game. Okay. And at the end of each round, mm-hmm. just kind of like as a sort of like to make certain areas more luscious and appealing than others. Steamier, as it were. Yeah. So you taught this game to me many years ago at Snakes and Loggers. When that still existed. Exactly. Back in the day. Uh, no and longer I, exists. No longer, for the record, any, all you folks listening at home, Snakes and Loggers, not a place. Visit Cock on the Walk. <laughs> anyway. So you taught this game to me, and it was, like, dark, and there might have been some beers involved. And I was like, man, why am I playing steampunk citadels? How does this compare to Citadels for you, aside from the Yeah, game? there's, there, well, there's another a, game by Bruno Fidu, Citadels, which has a lot of similarities to this Well, one. there's a board, which uh, Citadels is not. I mean, Citadels true. is just a card game, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just cards. Um, but sort of the like role selection, setting up. Yeah, the, the yeah. role selection is 100% very Citadels-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got so much more going on mm-hmm. than like Citadels does, really. Like There's much more, many more bits to worry about than just making sure you're selecting the more... Yeah, it's a more advanced game, a more involved game. More advanced, more involved. Better. You'd say you'd say it's better than Citadels. 
How come? Hmm. You, you just you just prefer more intricate games, yeah. or yeah. is there something specifically yeah, about just, the way the interaction works? I just like it better. Emily's cool. a secret steampunk. <laughs> She 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 likes the notion of hot air balloons that would fully physically not function in space. The that art really and the theme her. is so cool in that game. It just looks so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have some salty feels. Like, isn't the one who seduces other Martians and like usurps their spot on the thing like the only lady Martian or something? Uh, at least in the um, first edition, I haven't. Right. They they reprinted it. It's they got did. new art. Not as nice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm divisive opinion um i haven't actually played it since they re-released it so it's right. possible that they added more female characters mm-hmm. yeah the only female character is like a blonde and like a fur stole in a green dress come come to mars sugar i can come to mars in my hot air balloon <laughs> my steamy hot air balloon <laughs> yeah it could do a little bit better representation 100 <laughs> percent i will not lie I'm glad that's what it took to get you to admit that there was a flaw in Mission Red Planet. <laughs> oh, everything, everything is flawed. Oh, wow, that's right? sad. And honestly, if, if you want something that's a bit of a simpler game, then Citadels might, be more, might appeal to you more. The other thing, too, is that if you want something that is, I guess, a bit more hard science fiction-y, then the, so the, the Victorian steampunk thing and its grotesque, unrealistic uh, right. depiction of space travel uh, might actually be a drawback to you. By contrast, what we're starting to see is more of an interest in these sort of uh, you know uh, hard science fiction style uh, scientific approaches to this. Terraforming Mars has made a huge splash recently. That's not That's like great. an action, the act of terraforming the planet Mars, but an actual board game called Terraforming Mars. And it's rocketed up to near the top of the charts on BoardGameGeek.com. It's, mm-hmm. it's this massive deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been really eager to have a chance to play. You've you've actually got to. I have. To. Coco, did you get to play it as well? Not yet. I've just been living vicariously through all my friends. Okay, so what I've se- here's what I've seen from this game. The, the, the board starts as this grim, sort of uh, dingy red planet that we all know and love and bit by bit you dusty. start bit I would by describe bit, it as dusty looking very dusty and then bit by bit you start adding dusty green tiles and eventually blue tiles as the planet starts to begin to take on Terran characteristics mm-hmm. right. and by the end of the game you've gone through red Mars to blue Mars to green Mars oh. um, and it's That's nice it's, and t- that all by itself is like oh <laughs> Okay, very excited. Mm -hmm. Here's the other thing that I see. I see players with about 500 million billion jillion cards sitting in front of them and a rather large player mat with a very large number of cubes sitting on it that I'm really, really afraid to sneeze in front of. What number is that? Yeah, that, the player mat is a, is a flaw. Mm. So let's. So that, that's what I've seen. Yeah, everybody's got a ton of stuff in their control panel, and you've got this wonderful board that grows as, as the game goes on. What's actually happening in this game? So what I like about Terraforming Mars is it goes kind of like that like one step further than a lot of space games. I mean, mm-hmm. both we talked about Alien Frontiers on Monday and we just talked about Mission Red Planet just now. That is like, yeah, we're going to this planet and then we get there and then I guess we're just like pitching a tent and like starting a campfire, like I guess. Like it doesn't really go beyond that. It's like get there, ta-da. Uh terraforming mars is doing literally what the title says like you are terraforming mars you are making mars habitable for the general population Hmm. Uh, so you the game is over once you get um three things completed you need um a certain amount of oceans i believe it's nine oceans don't quote me on that uh you need to get the temperature up to a certain 
heat plus eight. Uh, and you need to get the oxygen level at 14% oxygen in the atmosphere. Otherwise, nobody can live there, right? You yeah. know, uh, so what you're doing is you are like building stuff on Mars to try to make these things happen. Is it a cooperative game? No. Okay. No, no. Mm. Uh, and yeah, you're just trying to, I guess, like become mayor of Mars by by like doing the most to make Mars better. Okay. Am I, are you deck building to do that? I'm not, what's it no, do you, that? So, you, so you have cards and the cards um, are stuff that you build uh, and okay. they don't necessarily contribute to the overall goal. Like basically you get oxygen by like building forests is one of the way you get oxygen because you know trees make oxygen. Uh, you raise the temperature by like spending energy to raise the temperature but you can do stuff that will like gain you like green cubes which will allow you to build forests right just like you mm. can play cards that will allow you to gain more energy which will allow you to laser raise the, later raise the temperature right mm. so it's not deck building in that you have no decks but you mm. do have a large you have a hand of cards and okay. you have many many cards in front of you that have different things on them okay sounds like it's sort of traditional euro style turn things into other things which turn yeah, into other turn things, things which turn, other things things turn into points like things, we all yeah. know and love from yeah. these kinds of games um, okay. the, the biggest flaw with this and you touched on it is the um, the little playmat you get, which mm. is like a little. It's like a rectangle, and it's got little, little charts for each of the resources in this game. So there's um, money, there's um, minerals of some kind. I think what is steel and what is like titanium or something. Forest cubes, and you've got um, energy, and then heat. And so you have a little space where you store your present accumulation of those resources Mm -hmm. and underneath you have a little like track that is your production level because at the end of each turn or at the end of each round rather you're in the production phase and you get stuff equal to your production level of that thing okay but it's just like it's just like a track printed on paper and you have like one regular little cube that you put on that track so yeah you like like stretch too wide and you're fist lands in your thing and then now you have no idea where any of your cubes are you... so this is a beach game is what i'm hearing <laughs> 100%. clearly terraformed it's a, yeah it's definitely something you want to play like on a sailboat oh boy windy and unstable i'm guessing there's going to be a secondary market in nice plastic players it already exists for... they already exist i mean the game's been out like six weeks and those already exist sweet it's like a it's like a pretty critical flaw that people have fixed immediately well it's yeah. a first time publisher so right. they um they were really working on a budget doing this my i would actually be surprised if we don't see a deluxe edition of this game come out in a couple of years if it succeeds i mean obviously it's been this huge critical darling particularly among mm-hmm. the board game intelligentsia you know the right. the ones who are super into this stuff uh if it does really well commercially mm-hmm. then i'm pretty sure we're going to see a fancy schmancy yeah, version like that is going to have a mm-hmm. really nice uh play mat with indentations for the pieces or magnets also i was thinking of sure magnets new artwork for all the cards you know original artwork mm-hmm. so it's with a lot of bits to manage sometimes i instead of managing all the bits sometimes i just like app versions would this game lend itself well to an app version yeah i think so yeah, I could think so. There's a, there's a, there's the only, ele- there's a few elements that I think don't wouldn't necessarily translate well, but mm-hmm. they're not the, the crucial ones. Mm-hmm. You can um, get awards, but you, but it's something that you have to like bid on, not right. like bid on, but it's, it's that's the only thing that like really involves you actively screwing over other people mm-hmm. for the most part. It, it can be like pretty like detached like there is stuff you know like cars that will allow you like steal your other person's resource of blah 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 but for the most part it's like fairly isolated which is not a bad thing and very euro like as well um the only thing that sort of like directly affects the only thing that really requires you to pay attention to what other people are 
like have in front of them like their cards and stuff is these awards like if you're the first person to build three forests you can you can like have the gardener award which is an extra three point five points at the end of the game but you have to buy it so someone can like buy it first right. or buy out all the awards because mm-hmm. there are five available awards but only three that will be in play okay. as they are bought out right so if I if we've already got like the gardener award out and then we've already got like some other award like the banker or whatever and you see me you know like trying to like build a lot of cities it's thinking maybe I was going to buy like the award for building three cities first right you could just buy whatever other award you want hmm. and then just have it not affect and me not be able to do it Interesting. So that's the only thing that I think wouldn't necessarily lend itself well to the app. Otherwise, I think it'd be... The other thing I think I'd miss is having that big central board that slowly gets greener and bluer as the game goes on. Right. Um, Having something large in the middle to sort of act as a symbol for the overall progress of this project, I think, is something that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, I suppose the ideal thing would be to have one of those surface tables where it's like basically a giant tablet Tablet, that's the size of your tabletop. And, uh, and that would keep track of all this stuff. So you have the big thing in the middle. And of course, it would have some nice ambient, spacey, science fiction music in the background. Gotcha. And, uh, so we went from talking about whether or not Terraforming Mars would be a good app game to <laughs> learning about John's aspirational lifestyle. Uh, <laughs> so what, is, like, what has made Terraforming Mars such a critical darling? It's really well built. Like, it's a game that works very, very well. I mean, you, sometimes you'll play games and you're like, like wow. Mechanically, not physically. Yeah, mecha- mechanically. You're like, wow, like I... Like, everything works well. I think the melding of theme and mechanics mm-hmm. also does well, because the, the, the pieces all fit together really nicely. It's got just the right level of interaction mm-hmm. for the mostly Eurogame fans to really like it, because there's a little bit of, like you were talking about with the awards, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of that. You do care somewhat what the other players are doing, but mostly you can't gang up on each other. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a bit of the catch-up stuff going on. If somebody's way ahead, then obviously people are going to do the I steal stuff from your mm-hmm. thing on them. So it keeps the game fairly close. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, too, is that this sort of hard science fiction stuff where I'm going to grow algae or something like this. What? It's having a moment right now. Like, it is. Like, 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 you know... But that, that stupid Facebook group, like, I effing love science. Like, people are getting more into, like, not necessarily, like, aspirational sci-fi space exploration stuff, but more like, like, Elon Musk is a person yeah. that exists right now. That, people can imagine actually yeah. seeing this stuff happen in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Mars game that I'm really looking forward to is called First Martians. It's mm-hmm. been in development for quite a while. Oh, it looks so good. Ever heard of Robinson Crusoe? It's yes. so good, so I punishing. Really, really like Robinson Crusoe. It's, it's a so game hard. where it's basically a desert island simulator, and it's super hard because it's, it's Robinson Crusoe. Like it you're is. you're on this island, and you have to not you have nothing. You have to accomplish this specific task and not die collectively. It's a co-op. It is. And, oh, cool. And, and you have absolutely nothing. And, uh, Except a slave? But no, well, if you play two players, then yes, you have Friday. But we don't use Friday if we have three or four players. Okay. Um, then we have a dog instead. Nice. And the dog is actually really cute and kind of awesome anyway uh, so there you are you're, uh, and you're shipwrecked and either you have to build a giant signal fire before the winter comes or you have to loot a bunch of artifacts from these temples before the lava that's coming from this exploding volcano covers the entire island or there are cannibals okay. or you inexplicably have to build a bunch of crosses in order to uh, to exercise the spirits from this island or you're the Swiss family Robinson and you're not getting rescued huh. this, is, this is your home now 
deal with it. And what's wonderful about it is that you start with absolutely nothing. Yeah, like nada. And you have to explore. Oh, I found grass here. We can use that to make rope. Oh, there's stone here. We can use that to make a, 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 a sort of a hand axe. And we can stri- and we'll lash that to a piece of wood. And now we have a spear. Um, it's that uh, it's that sort of open worldy. It feels open worldy. It feels sandboxy. It gives you a lot of sort of room to fail at staying alive. <laughs> and, um, and I guess you're just—I'm already good at failing to stay alive as it is. And so, I guess so you take that idea and you turn it on its head and you get first Martians. First, okay. we go to Mars. Yep. And secondly, instead of having to avoid the death spiral by getting over this curve, by getting to a point where you're actually sustainable. In First Martians, you start with all the toys. You've got a rover. You've yeah, I mean, got, you got to Mars, right? You, you, so you, you must have there. something with you. All the equipment is there and everything works. And then things start breaking. Right. Love it. <laughs> and you have to start dealing with what happens when things don't work, when you don't have enough heat, when you don't have enough oxygen, when you can't grow food, when the TV doesn't work and the internet doesn't work, and communications go down, and the rover breaks down when it hits a rock, and There's you're running out so of There's just so much that can go wrong in space. There really is. We should do an episode about that. Next week on the Snakes Cast. Stuff goes wrong. In space, specifically. I mean, things go wrong all the time, but specifically... Things are going wrong in space. When things go wrong in space, you're in a particular kind of hurt. And we're going to get all into that. So that'll do it for this week's Snakes Cast. Thank you so much to Coco for coming on the show and chatting with us today. Always Thank nice you. To see you. You can get in touch with us at podcast at snakesandlattes.com to say hi or talk about topics that you would like us to cover. The Snakes Cast is produced by Dax Audio and music is provided by Ben Sound. Tune in next week when stuff goes wrong in space. In space, no one can hear you flip the table. (laughs) (laughs) The opinions expressed on the Snakes cast are those of the presenters and guests and nobody else's. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.